No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today, we see where Hezekiah, the son of Ahaz, reigns in Judah and sanctifies the Levites and priests to cleanse the temple. Sacrifices are offered and worship of the Lord is restored. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Darrell continues in 2 Chronicles chapter 29 on Simply the Bible. Ahaz was a very bad king. He had brought the worship of Baal along with its obscene images into Judah. He had even sacrificed his own children in the fire. He built an altar in the temple court to the gods of the Syrians, and he shut the doors of the temple of the Lord. After reigning 16 years in Jerusalem, he died, and his son Hezekiah became king. We continue today in 2 Chronicles chapter 29. Hezekiah became king when he was 25 years old, and he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Abijah, the daughter of Zechariah, and he did what was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father David had done. So how can such a bad king produce such a good son? Hezekiah had seen all the disaster that had come upon Judah because of his father turning away from the Lord. They had lost wars to their enemies, and many of the people had even been taken away captive to Syria. No doubt Hezekiah was a student of history. He read about the glory days of Israel under the leadership of King David, and he desired to follow in his footsteps. In the first year of his reign, in the first month, he opened the doors of the house of the Lord and repaired them. Then he brought in the priests and the Levites and gathered them in the east square and said to them, Hear me, Levites, now sanctify yourselves, sanctify the house of the Lord God of your fathers and carry out the rubbish from the holy place. For our fathers have trespassed and done evil in the eyes of the Lord our God. They have forsaken him and turned their faces away from the dwelling place of the Lord and turned their backs on him. They have also shut up the doors of the vestibule, put out the lamps, and have not burned incense or offered burnt offerings in the holy place to the God of Israel. Therefore, the wrath of the Lord fell upon Judah and Jerusalem, and he has given them up to trouble, to desolation, and to jeering, as you see with your eyes. For indeed, because of this, our fathers have fallen by the sword, and our sons, our daughters, and our wives are in captivity. Now it is in my heart to make a covenant with the Lord God of Israel, that his fierce wrath may turn away from us. My sons, do not be negligent now, for the Lord has chosen you to stand before him, to serve him, and that you should minister to him and burn incense." The beautiful thing about King Hezekiah was his intense desire to lead the people back into the covenant with the Lord. But he knew that this could not happen until the temple worship was first restored. For this, he needed the help of the Levites and the priests. They were ordained by God to minister in the temple. They were the only ones allowed in the holy place and the most holy place. 
But first, they had to be sanctified, set apart, and cleansed themselves. If we would see revival in our days, then it must begin in the church. And it must first begin with the leaders in the church. 1 Peter 4.17 says, For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. The church has become so much like the world, mingling good and evil. We must be purged of the evil if we would be used by God to bring the love and light of Christ to a lost world. We must be cleansed of lying, drunkenness, anger, bitterness, hatred, sexual immorality, greed, envy, and pride. Then we can be set apart for God's purposes. So how do we do this? Simply by confessing our sins and turning from them. 1 John 1.9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Thankfully, we have a fountain of cleansing through the blood of Jesus Christ. We can be forgiven, cleansed, and sanctified. Now, after sanctifying themselves, the Levites and priests would then need to cleanse the temple. So the Levites arose, and they gathered their brethren, sanctified themselves, and went according to the commandment of the king at the words of the Lord to cleanse the house of the Lord. Then the priests went into the inner part of the house of the Lord to cleanse it, and brought out all the debris that they found in the temple of the Lord to the court of the house of the Lord. And the Levites took it out and carried it to the brook Kidron. Now they began to sanctify on the first day of the first month. And on the eighth day of the month, they came to the vestibule of the Lord. So they sanctified the house of the Lord in eight days. And on the sixteenth day of the first month, they finished. So on the first day of the first month, they spent the first seven days cleansing the most holy place and the holy place. Because of the neglect of King Ahaz, the temple had become filled with rubbish, which the Levites then carried out to the Kidron Valley. And on the eighth day, they came out to the porch of the temple. Now, Ahaz had removed many of the articles and cut some of them up. He had even built a pagan altar next to the bronze altar of the Lord. So that had to be removed and the articles of the Lord restored. They finished all this on the 16th day of the month. Then they went in to King Hezekiah and said, We have cleansed all the house of the Lord, the altar of burnt offerings with all its articles, and the table of the showbread with all its articles. Moreover, all the articles which King Ahaz in his reign had cast aside in his transgression, we have prepared and sanctified, and there they are before the altar of the Lord. Then King Hezekiah rose early, gathered the rulers of the city, and went up to the house of the Lord. And they brought seven bulls, seven rams, seven lambs, and seven male goats for a sin offering for the kingdom, for the sanctuary, and for Judah. Then he commanded the priests, the sons of Aaron, to offer them on the altar of the Lord. So they killed the bulls, and the priests received the blood and sprinkled it on the altar. Likewise, they killed the rams and did the same thing, and the lambs, and sprinkled their blood on the altar. Then they brought out the male goats for the sin offering before the king and the assembly 
and they laid their hands on them. And the priests killed them, and they presented their blood on the altar as a sin offering to make an atonement for all Israel. For the king commanded that the burnt offering and the sin offering be made for all Israel. Now, it was significant that Hezekiah began with sin offerings. The Bible tells us that our sins separate us from fellowship with God. Our sins must be paid for, and it is only through the shedding of blood of a sacrificial animal that atonement can be made. Because the just penalty of sin is death, God accepts the death of a substitute in place of our death. However, the blood of bulls, rams, and goats could only cover sin until the better sacrifice of Jesus Christ came to put away sin forever. He is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Now, by laying their hands on the sacrificial animals, they were transferring their sins. And he stationed the Levites in the house of the Lord with cymbals, with stringed instruments, and with harps, according to the commandment of David, of Gad the king's seer, and of Nathan the prophet. For thus was the commandment of the Lord by his prophets. The Levites stood with the instruments of David, and the priests with the trumpets. Then Hezekiah commanded them to offer the burnt offering on the altar. And when the burnt offering began, the song of the Lord also began with the trumpets, and with the instruments of David, king of Israel. Now, the burnt offering was the offering of consecration. In effect, they were saying, we're offering ourselves completely to the Lord. So all the assembly worshipped, the singers sang, and the trumpeters sounded. All this continued until the burnt offering was finished. And when they had finished offering, the king and all who were present with him bowed and worshipped. Moreover, King Hezekiah and the leaders commanded the Levites to sing praise to the Lord with the words of David and of Asaph the singer. So they sang praises with gladness and they bowed their heads and worshipped. You know, worship follows cleansing and restored fellowship with God. How free and joyous we are when we know our sins have been forgiven and our fellowship with God is restored. Then Hezekiah answered and said, Now that you have consecrated yourselves to the Lord, come near and bring sacrifices and thank offerings into the house of the Lord. So the assembly brought in sacrifices and thank offerings, and as many as were of a willing heart brought burnt offerings. That's the kind of sacrifice the Lord loves is that which comes from a willing heart and a thankful heart. And the number of the burnt offerings which the assembly brought was 70 bulls, 100 rams, 200 lambs. All these were for a burnt offering to the Lord. The consecrated things were 600 bulls and 3,000 sheep, but the priests were too few so that they could not skin all the burnt offerings. Therefore, their brethren, the Levites, helped them until the work was ended and until the other priests had sanctified themselves, for the Levites were more diligent in sanctifying themselves than the priests. Also, the burnt offerings were in abundance with the fat of the peace offerings and with the drink offerings for every burnt offering. So the service of the house of the Lord was set in order. So the people brought their own free will offerings to worship God. 
the thank offerings were a form of the peace offering where a portion of the meat was burned, a portion went to the priest, and a portion was eaten by the worshiper. It was just like having a barbecue with God. The Levites were more diligent in sanctifying themselves than the priests. You know, many times lay people are more sincere in their worship than religious professionals. Thus, these Levites were able to help the priests offer the sacrifices. Then Hezekiah and all the people rejoiced that God had prepared the people since the events took place so suddenly. How quickly Hezekiah was able to restore the pure worship of the Lord. You know, there is no greater joy than to restore the spiritual life of a people or nation. And how our nation needs to be restored to the pure and sincere worship of the Lord. It would do our nation so much good. May God help us. And may judgment begin in the house of the Lord. May we all be cleansed and sanctified personally so that God may use us to restore the spiritual life of those around us. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at daryl at calvarytv.org. That's D-A-R-Y-L at calvarytv.org. Tomorrow, we will see where Hezekiah invites Judah and Israel to keep the Passover. Many from Israel mock, but some come. This is the beginning of a spiritual revival. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of 2 Chronicles on Simply the Bible.